Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode 104 with my friend, Tim Whitehead. I love Timmy. I've known, uh, God, I've been friends with Tim for, what, 25 years now, almost? Maybe more? No, 25 years. That sounds right. It's crazy. Uh, I was really excited to sit down with Tim and get to know him a little better. It's crazy what you don't know about people you've known for 25 years. Uh, You might also know him as Ned Nutterbaum, his... uh, uh, social media <laughs> alter ego but regardless of how you know tim you are about to get to know him a little better and i hope you enjoy my conversation with my friend tim you and i have lots in common my request is sent would you like to be my friend would you like to be my See, Transformers, well, so that's funny. This is actually a perfect segue oh, <laughs> to okay. starting. Yeah, no, this is a perfect segue. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'll explain. But <laughs> I got I have to do the initial, I usually start out with how I know people. We met in high school. Yeah. Yeah, freshman year. Yeah. Specifically, uh, and we do a marijuana-themed ska song for a language arts project. <laughs> we did do that. <laughs> Uh, what was that teacher's name because i remember her asking us after we were done you're like what what were you saying we were like dope man and then she started to look very furious and you're like no it's it's against the dope man it's about how reckless the life of a dope man is so that's how i know you yeah blah 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 got that out of the way okay so just to recap because i want to keep this in here i was just showing tim the one of my x-men play sets because i'm 10 and i (laughs) <laughs> collect a lot of old i, I am too i'm X-Men a grown stuff. grown child that's why we well. get along yeah um and you said transformers were your go-to and transformers were like my brother had transformers yeah because he was older than me and i guess i usually ask like do you have siblings i know you have a sister yeah do you have another sibling yeah see i have uh, these are the things that i probably learned at some point and then just like when do i see I'm, your siblings i'm part of a nuclear family i have uh, <laughs> an uh, actual sister oh you have an older brother 11 months younger right? than i am no i have two older step siblings and uh <laughs> a, a younger half brother who's actually getting married in september well we'll go back in time then we'll, okay. we'll, we'll back up here <laughs> i, I want to get to that because you're born, you grew up here, right? You grew up in Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at that time, you're the sing- You're the only child, right? How far back are we going? My sister's only 11 months younger than I oh, am. Oh, but you have older step-siblings. Yeah, so... Okay, um, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm confused. So, so your, your parent, your dad or mom got, like, what, divorced or something before yes. you were even born? No, my, oh. my parents... We're together until I was, I don't know, eight or nine, and then they got divorced. Okay. And then um, my dad and my my stepmom got together. And your which, stepmom had other kids. Yes, that she, she had two kids family. from a previous marriage as okay. well. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know why that was so hard for me to connect. Yeah. So wait, when when are how old I, are you when you're? Uh, eight or nine when they got divorced. Okay. And we lived in Holly then. Okay. But yeah. you're so you're. Your sister's only like less than a year now. A year? Yeah, she's eleven months younger than I. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, your poor mother. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're the same age for one month, which is nuts because she was never like as far as when I was hanging out with you and stuff. Uh, I mean, even to this day, like she's not a regular person to be around. 
in our group of friends and stuff. No, well, you guys are really close in age. Yeah, we were really close when we were younger, and then actually it started about in high school. She was really popular, and uh, <laughs> she was you know cheerleader and um, you know part of the cool crowd. Yeah, and we then, were in the anti-popular crowd. Yeah, um, <laughs> that that was started because I didn't want to do sports anymore. I didn't enjoy them any longer and i had started discovering art and i wanted to start doing that so we kind of drifted apart at that point but so we st- we're, we're still close but yeah but um, all your childhood like i'm guessing especially before the divorce it's you and your sister yeah all the time all the time that's crazy yeah so what what is what is life like <laughs> pre-divorce living up up in holly <laughs> uh I don't know. I remember it being fairly normal. We yeah. just uh, did our normal stuff around the neighborhood. I actually lived in a trailer park. Nice. So um, there's lots of kids in the trailer park. So we would get together on our bikes, get up to no good, you know. It's the same stuff here, just in a different spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I miss riding my bike around. Yeah. There's yeah, a, we used to do that a lot. There's a free innocence that comes along with just like riding around town. Yeah. Well, they. I remember they had these big storm drains in the trailer park, and then uh, they were, like, built into the side of a hill. There was two of them. And in between them, they made this cool, uh, like, bike jump. Yeah, natural ramp. Yeah, Yeah. so we we would all, (laughs) after school, go over there and see if we could hurt ourselves trying to jump our our little huffies off of this Were the storm drains, were they covered with, like, grates? Yeah. Oh, damn. So you couldn't, like, do any... 80s movie thing where you venture inside no but they were like big ones so they had these big grates that were like permanently welded into them so you know if you you, but you had to hit it in the right spot because if you went left or right and you got your bike stuck in one of the yeah yeah. you just went head over heels that's a bummer it was fun though that's funny um and how long until your dad remarries um it's a few years because when i met you your dad was remarried yeah yeah so it was um Man, I don't. I'm so bad at time. Yeah. My wife makes fun of me all the time because she'll ask me questions about time, and I'll be like, I don't know, three years, and she's like, That was last week. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> three <laughs> so, years, a week ago. Yeah. So it was a few um, years before uh, they got married, and uh, we moved into Clarkston. What happens with like custody and and, uh, and your mom and your dad and your my sister? dad got full custody of us. Okay. Was that a bad divorce? Well. Because that's, I mean, that's in the 90s for a father to get full custody is yeah, a rare thing. <laughs> it is. Um, my mom had some issues. Um, she was an alcoholic and an addict. and uh, My kind of person. <laughs> yeah, so she wasn't really, uh, I guess, capable of taking both gotcha. of us on her own. So gotcha. my dad got full custody. And your dad is heavy into sports. Super heavy into sports. <laughs> I remember, I, I like have a specific memory of going over to your house for the first time. Yeah. And like your house was like, you know, pictures and trophies and stuff like there was like, you knew like this was a sports house. Definitely. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you're like, yeah, we had that football phone. Like this. Hey, I don't remember a football phone. <laughs> no, but... I, I, yeah. I don't either. I'm just, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. Um, Cause I was never, uh, I was in the Burger King T-ball league. Mm-hmm. I, think, when I was like 10. That's about it. Um, but what role did that play for you then as a kid? Because you said you got out of sports when you were like in high school, but I imagine that pressure was there the entire time. Well, growing time. up, it was it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. 
that's all we did. We went, we played backyard football. We did baseball in the rec leagues. You know, I, I did, um, river dogs for a year or two, which is like the Clarkson little traveling team. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know, it was fun. Yeah. We, all my friends did it. You know, we all just kind of ran around and had fun. And then somewhere around, I don't know, late middle school, it just stopped being fun. Why? You know, um, it, it was too much, too much pressure to like it yeah. to be your whole entire life, yeah, you know? And then there were other stuff. I started getting into punk music and I wanted to go to concerts and I wanted to do cool stuff and can't go to concerts when you got to practice. Well, you can't go to concerts when you're in Ohio every weekend doing, uh, you know, baseball tournaments and literally stuff. no and one wants to be in Ohio. Yeah, every you know, and I was like, <laughs> I want to ride bikes and I want to do other stuff too. Yeah. And my dad was actually really cool about it. He didn't, that's good. Yeah, he didn't hassle me about it. He didn't, you know, I was like, Dad, I just don't want to do it anymore. And he was like, okay. That's good. I mean, yeah, that is different than a lot of stories you hear. So that's good. <laughs> Definitely, since um, my initials are TD Whitehead for a reason. Touchdown oh, Whitehead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that took me. For some reason, yeah. I was trying to do the whole thing. Like, was that an old player named TD Whitehead? But no. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My, my name was either going to be Tim or Tom. That's so, funny. yeah. <laughs> I bet. I mean, I gotta imagine just jumping forward that that's nice now because you have like your own unique interests and personality with like music and art and everything. But then you also have this background where you understand all the sports and you can like enjoy those as well. Yeah, I still enjoy this. Like, I well, like yeah, I, I'm just. I, I guess I'm just saying that from a almost like a, a place of jealousy where like I didn't have that because I was like always against sports. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I'm like when there is stuff like I got in football for quite a while and then I gave up on watching the Lions. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm, but, I'm a Kansas City fan. Now. Yeah, I just switched I'm teams. A, I'm a Matt Stafford fan. <laughs> there you um, <laughs> but I, I just uh, it's frustrating that, you know, when you're a kid, you can soak up that shit like your your mind's a sponge right yeah. like you understand all the rules and all these different like calls and like erica for instance she could you can turn on a baseball game and she'll tell you exactly what's happening and she'll start yelling at the fucking guy for what is what he called or like the pitch they threw and and it's just like ingrained in her she played softball and like her dad was always, like baseball was part of her childhood yeah so it's just there yeah. but that stuff wasn't mine so that's got to be nice that's what i was trying to say is like now like all that's just embedded in there, so you just know it, yeah. and you can. So if you are like, if you do enjoy watching that stuff, like you already know it. Oh yeah, I can get frustrated. Or I'll watch something, and someone will be like, "Can't believe they did that!" And be like, "What? What did they do?" <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, like uh, uh, when it, when I finally get my wife to watch something with me, she'll, you know, the flag will go up, and I'll be like, "Oh, holding." Yeah. How do you know? And I'm like, oh, it's always holding if they do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, that's literally watching games with my own love. That's yeah. what happens. I'm curious, what do you see your mom at all then, for throughout uh, like your adolescence? Not well, yeah, through like the um, supervised visits and shit. No, I wasn't supervised. Okay, um, she just was pretty much on her own, and yeah. then we would see her on weekends. Um, you know, it, I don't think it was every weekend. It was probably like every other weekend, but it wasn't supervised. Like she come pick us up and take us places. And then in, in high school, when I started driving, then I would go and drive me and my sister over to her house. And, you know, it wasn't like. Yeah. Um, 
what's your relationship like with your stepmom then at that same time? Um, pretty good. I mean, we've always gotten along. She actually is more of the artsy okay. person, so she always uh, really encouraged uh, creativity. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. She she was always like, "Well, that's what you know. He's gonna do. He's gonna go climb the tree and." drawing his drawing book you know <laughs> so that she was fine with me doing weird stuff so that's got to be a nice like that's it's funny too to think about that as like the two parent figures in your house you have like the organized sports and your dad worked for the school for sports right yeah, yeah. um and then you have the go climb a tree and draw your book. the visual yeah. of that is amazing yeah because <laughs> so i just see a kid like dink, 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 dink. well no I, one can I, see what i'm doing but that's <laughs> i always loved uh, building stuff so when when it was hard in the house with um when we first moved in together there was four kids in the house and then uh, my stepsister was quite a bit older so when she was 18 she was very rebellious so she went with her then boyfriend and moved to florida because she thought it was going to be like all the time vacation time yeah no nope. and then Florida's found out terrible. that it sucks <laughs> <laughs> so so she was out of the house pretty much right when she graduated high school. Okay. So um, there was most of the time it was three of us. And when it got too crazy, uh, I don't know, for some reason it was like, I'm going to go outside. So I actually went into our, our little shed and found a whole bunch of wood and just went to this tree in our front yard. Yeah. And I built a ladder. Oh, in the front yard. Yeah. And nice. then I built the easel. And it was like the only tree we had that was big enough to do it in. Yeah. So I built like a little drawing easel up there. And then my you know my dad came home and he's like what are you doing and i was like i'm building a fort he was like okay so then when people would get too crazy in the house or you know i'd be like all right i'm going out to my fort so i go out to the front yard climb in the tree and start drawing that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing for like a billion reasons um i mean it's amazing because like i i just imagine you (laughs) build like it starts as like oh there's a kid building a tree fort and like little do you know he's building like an art area up in the tree yep um but like to have the wherewithal as a child to like, oh, I can't handle this emotional space. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm like, I'm going to go make literally create a safe space yeah. for myself. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, like kudos to you. Thank you. Um, I want to go off on one tangent that I skipped over from the very beginning. Yeah. Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were talking about Transformers. Yeah, I did too. And then I just remembered because I'm confused. So... I don't imagine you have an answer for this, but do you know how you got into Transformers? Because that would have been before your time. I do know how I got into Transformers. Oh, yes. Awesome. My mother <laughs> told me this story. Um, apparently, I had gotten a couple for Christmas, birthday, whatever. Okay. Somebody had bought me some Transformers. Um, my mother thought it was so amazing that she could give me this thing. And I would just be like, boop, 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 boop. And then it would be, yeah, it would be a transformer. <laughs> and she was like, how do you know how to do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just did it. And so The robot's in disguise, mom. Yeah. So she just kept <laughs> buying me transformers. So eventually I had like the Optimus Prime, you know, battle station playset thing. That thing was awesome. I love That's that. Funny. The semi truck that unfolded. Because transformers the... had to be like 85. Yeah. So like they came out. When we were too young to even remember them yeah. being around, and I and I remember I had um, uh, VHS tapes of the Transformers cartoon, <laughs> oh, yeah. so I would nice. watch those constantly. That's so funny. I had one VHS uh, cartoon that I watched all the time, and it was the real Ghostbusters. 
Yeah. And it was like one, I don't know why, but it was just like one specific hour long episode. Yeah. So you're, uh, that's funny. That's funny that that's how you got in Transformers. Yeah. Um, Cause by the time you're like able to actually remember, it wasn't even on the air anymore. <laughs> you just yeah, had VHS so. tapes. And, yeah. For some yeah. reason they were still pumping them out. It came I guess. back around. Yeah. Still doing well now, apparently. Um, thanks to Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf. I know, right? Uh, Without them, it never would have succeeded. Yeah. I don't know how they made it so many years before them. <laughs> um, what are the... Because you're... I mean, I, I imagine the dynamics of like middle child, oldest child, and is a little screwy in your house at some point. But what are, with your older sister being out of the house mm-hmm. in Florida... Yeah. Um, what are the dynamics and expectations of you for like after high school? Is there an expectation for you to go to college? Is that just like keep doing what you're doing because you're an artist or like what is the? No, my dad was always pretty adamant as long as I can remember of saying you're going to college. Yeah. I think part of it is because he didn't. Um, he had the chance. So my dad was a, he was like a all-star running back in high school for Clarkston. Um, his senior year, somebody chop blocked him and blew both of his knees out. Oh shit. So he had some kind of scholarship, if not a full ride already planned out, but he and couldn't, lost he, he couldn't play. Yeah. So he lost his scholarship and then the only way for him to pay for school, he thought was the GI bill. So he joined the Navy, um, went to the Navy, did some, uh, football there i don't you know just like the yeah, yeah their normal stuff and um then when he came back he just i don't know he just never went back he just never went to college i wonder if that played a role in why he was so understanding when you're like i don't want to play sports as like as a teenager because <laughs> yeah it might have been it's got to um, be like that's i mean i i can't imagine for anybody regardless of their generation like that you know you work because when if you're you know the head if you're the quarterback yeah you you would probably dedicate a lot of time and sacrifice a lot of crap to get to that point especially if you're like scholarship worthy quarterback oh yeah and then to have that just like frump <laughs> yeah change of plans bro <laughs> immediately taken away yeah. just from somebody just blocking him wrong yeah that's you know nuts. yeah um so he was always pretty adamant like you you're going to college yeah but, what what did you do after high school because I. I went honestly. to college. <laughs> okay. I honestly, I was like, I don't know if I know that. Yeah. Um, what did you, where'd you go? I went to Northern Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. How long were you in Northern? Uh, I went two years. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about, I mean, you, you have the wherewithal to leave like crap situations and go climb in a tree and draw. Yeah. So what is, what is it like being in the um, proverbial tree up north i away I re- from everybody i really liked it every time i get a chance to go up there i always go back yeah um, but just like being away from well that's your why family in its entirety for the first time like what is that like well that's why i went eight hours away <laughs> you know it was like just far enough but you still get state school st- tuition <laughs> exactly exactly so nice. you know um i actually got um some scholarships through art there that was one okay. of the main reasons i went there i ended up getting like it was like 2500 a year or something like that nice. yeah what so, and back then it's probably that was probably pretty, pretty yeah, it, it was pretty good i mean um i had to like figure stuff out so i was going to the tech center 
for graphic design yeah. in the you know junior senior year of high school and i took all that stuff and sent it in to them and got a scholarship nice. to go there and uh yeah i was there for two years did you do graphic design there i did um i was one of uh, that surprises me because you're such a hands-on artist that thinking of you like making stuff on a computer is very strange to me. That's why I had to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing graphic design there, and then um, they had a lot of other stuff. So I did a lot. I'm sure that like you understand, I bounced around and tried a whole bunch of different stuff. Yeah. And after two years, I was nowhere near any kind of degree. Like I had stuff. I was taking uh, blacksmithing classes. I was taking architecture classes. Yeah. I was taking, so I just, it was all over the place. I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah, you're telling um, somebody that I'm about to get my bachelor's on my 39th <laughs> birthday yeah. in like two weeks. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I had no idea. So uh, after two years, you know, same thing. I, I just, I called my dad and I was like, I don't think that I should keep being here. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. And he was like, okay. So I got a ride down and then took my dad's van or our family van up north and packed everything I had in it. And then on the way home, I hit an ice patch and flipped it right over what? on its top. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. And I was coming down the highway and there was a, just a slick spot. And... Uh, I hit like that, you know, that mushy snow that's yeah, off yeah. to the side. I hit that. And it pulls your yep. whole car. And yeah. I tried to come back, couldn't readjust it. And apparently there was a semi truck that went in the exact same spot that I did um, like a day or two before that. And he had made a clear path, like almost to the tree line. And you just followed that path? Followed it straight right on the top of the van all the way oh down. you just slid it under upside down yeah i must have hit the side oh weird and it flipped it over and i just went straight into the semi tracks Did you get hurt at all no i was fine all your shit moving around <laughs> yeah it just i think it, it didn't like tumble it wasn't like a movie like tumble yeah it yeah. just like flipped literally flipped. yeah, yeah. that's crazy I didn't and know then that i happened. just slid yeah all the way in there that's why um what is your just before we leave northern altogether mm-hmm what is your like social experience up there? I really enjoyed it. Like, did you are you partying at all? Cause you're at college. Like, is there? Well, yeah, there's a decent amount of that. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I don't know what they do up at Northern. I, and eat pasties. <laughs> true, we do eat pasties. I mean, I was in the art program, so yeah. you know everybody's pretty free spirited. They actually had a. It was kind of like the art dorm. Okay. Um, it was the only co-ed dorm on the entire campus Put all these acid heads together exactly <laughs> so that was always fun you know that's funny yeah um but yeah you know normal stuff we went to the the frat parties and okay. you know i What's was on a, a lacrosse team was that a bummer leaving that to come back to the unknown um not really because at the time i knew that sure i could stay up there and rack up a shit ton of debt and just kind of bounce around for, you know, however long it takes me to get something or I could come back and figure shit out and then maybe go back or go somewhere else. You know, it's like, um, what do you do when you come back here? I'm trying to like, I I, I want, I want the answer to that. I do, but I've, I've just like, I'm putting this in timeline. It's like, why weren't we hanging out when we were like 20? (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, regardless well, of that. I what? ended up having to move back home, so yeah. Um I came back and being on my own for a couple years, um my dad would get angry because I would just come and go as I pleased. So I'd be out at the bar and then I'd come home at like, you know, two thirty in the morning. Yeah. And kind of like try to be quiet, but obviously it wasn't being quiet. <laughs> so, you know, eventually he just kind of sat me down and was like, all right, you're going to have to either move out or like start having more respect for the rules. And I was like, well, that's later. not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and are you, you have a, is your younger sister still at home at that point? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yep. So. Yeah, you're, <laughs> that's got to be a funny dynamic at home. So you got your dad, your stepmom. Is it what's she in high school? The younger sister? No, no, because I was there for two years. So she had graduated, but she was still living well, now, at home. So she didn't go to college. So Lindsay, right? Yeah. But don't you say you have a younger stepsister too? No, I have an older oh. stepsister. Who's the? Younger? I have a younger brother. Is he's, he's, he's he's still there? No, at he's that point. thirteen years younger than I am. Oh, then he's definitely still there at that point. Yes, because <laughs> he's like eight years old. Yes. Okay, got it. So. um he he lived, he's my my mom's kid not my dad's oh, so he's okay. living with my mom and her her kind of husband got it yeah so what yeah i guess so you're kind of back to uh almost a full house though when you're back there cuz you and your sister and your stepmom and your dad yeah <laughs> yeah the, um the way i remember it she was there for a little while and then she also ended up moving out with some friends so was then, there ever was it ever on the table you guys get a place together? Me and my sister? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Because you were not clicking at that point. I'm guessing different um, different friends and whatnot. I don't think Interests. so. I think it was just. I don't. Know, we, we never really discussed it. We 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 no. still hung out and stuff, even in high school when you know I would have a party or yeah. she would have a party. You know, I'd be like, "Well, my sister's having people over." It's so funny because I know. Like, I couldn't tell you what your sister looks like. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I don't think I've ever hung out with her in the, in an area that we were hanging out in the same place. Which, yeah. And you guys, I didn't realize you were so close in age. Yeah. That's crazy. Again, your poor mother. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that's wild. So anyway, <laughs> so you move out. Yeah. And I mean, what's, what are you doing then just in life in general at that point? And where do you move? And um, It moved into Peter's. Peter Makin's Oh, yeah. yeah. I know all this stuff. Yeah. This is where I start to know stuff. Yeah. Because shortly after that, I, like, I think when I come back from L.A., we start hanging out again. Yeah. I'm, like, going to the bars all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but. That house, I was at the Union in the basement bar, like, all the constantly, time. Constantly, yeah. Like, four or five times a week I was down there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was a block away. Yeah. So I'd walk sure. down there and, you know, Chris Hag would be bartending down there or something. And uh, especially if he was down there, uh, he they had that like nitro stout, yeah, and it was supposed to come in the little tiny sifter, and he would pull me pour oh, me yeah. full pints of it. Yeah, so I'd be like, oh, Chris is bartending. I'm going down there. <laughs> Damn straight, yeah. yeah. Chris had to kick me out a couple times because I'd get drunk and go pour my own beers behind <laughs> the bar. And he was always nice about it. He's always like, you know, I can't let you stay here now, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he was he was pretty drunk. cool like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, good old Union Basement, which isn't even a thing now. Very oh, sad. it's not. No, it's uh, you can rent it out for private things, but they don't do anything with it other than that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I haven't been there in a while. So. Real bummer. Yeah. <laughs> so you're living at Pete's. Yeah. So 
what happens there? Just Pete decides to leave, so you got to leave too? Yeah, I mean, we were there for, I don't know how long it was. He wanted to go get his master's degree, but he wanted to kind of do some traveling as well. So he went over to to uh, England to get his, his oh. master's degree. Oh, I'm so jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to start in the fall. Is it too late to change course? Dude, he's, Peter was like not only one of the smartest book smart people i've ever met but he was also like oh he always had some kind of like like scheme like i want to go do this so this is how i'm going to get it done yeah he he was really smart all the time about every decision he made um yeah we lived there for a few years and then he left and actually it was peter's dad that owned the house and we were paying rent to him so he lived right down the road yeah (laughs) and you know he would he would just I think Jeff and I still lived there for a few months Okay. after he left. And then we both found other spots to go and kind of moved out to. I'm curious. Uh, and this is like a projection question. Cause you know, my dad's alcoholic. He died 2015. Um, cause he's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Don't speak ill of the dead, Tim. <laughs> okay. Um, it is finally May and summer is right around the corner. And you know what goes good with summer weather? Some delicious non-alcoholic beer. And where better to get it than wellbeingbrewing.com slash friend request. You got to go there, save 10% and try out some of their delicious, delicious beers, which they have a tropical IPA literally just came out. You guys are hearing about it first here. I'm so excited about it because A, love IPAs. Love tropical IPAs because I'm a big fan of mango and pineapple and all those flavors. Wait for it. They partnered with Giving Kitchen, which is an organization that helps out restaurant workers. Uh, Be still my fucking heart, you guys. (laughs) So very excited. Very, very, very excited. Uh, Huge amount of proceeds are going to Giving Kitchen, which is an amazing organization uh, who partnered with Wellbeing Brewing. So definitely go to wellbeingbrewing.com slash friend request and check out their latest beer collaboration and see all the stuff that Giving Kitchen is doing for restaurant workers. I know a lot of my guests are former restaurant workers that I have worked right alongside, so it's definitely worth checking out, guys. I'm super glad that I can bring that to you. All right, back to the episode. No, but so that was always something in the back of my head, um, especially as a teenager, like a little less when I was just like in my years of whatever the fuck, uh, in the twenties, I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But like having addiction in your family, was that ever something that played into your mind when you were like going to the union all the time or anything like that? Honestly, never. I probably should have. (laughs) I I never let it cross my mind. All right. I I was just curious. I was always in the hunt for fun. Yeah. So I did that relentlessly all the time. Well, I've told this story once on here before, but like I didn't drink till I was 17 and the first weekend I drank, I drank on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And I came to school on Monday. And I, I Kelly Blundy, who was a year before, or a year older than us, I turned around in my seat and I remember, like, I remember this so vividly. I looked at her and I was like, Kelly, I got drunk on Friday and Saturday. Does this mean I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> and I was dead serious. Because it just been drilled into my head. Because, like, your dad's an alcoholic. Your dad's an alcoholic. You're going to be an alcoholic if you drink. And, like, yeah. Uh, so I was just wondering, like, did that play any role? But, uh, good for you that it did, I guess. No, and I mean, I guess I, it, you know, there's circumstances where I wish it might have entered my brain, you know? Yeah. Um, 
decision making and so on. Well, yeah, I mean, there were times where uh, I definitely got out of control. Yeah. I mean, I would like drink so much that I'd throw up in a bush and then go, well, I guess I need a more drink. You know, <laughs> it was like that. So, yeah. Threw it was... up the drink I just had. I got to go get another exactly, drink. Exactly. You know, and yeah. but I made it through it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a good time. Yeah. I so, remember most of it, so that's good. <laughs> bonus. So, as when does school uh, re-enter your mind? Because you got two years under your belt, but yeah. So, um, I came back home. I I worked at the Clarkson Auto Wash yeah, in you high did. school. So then I went back there, and then um, Jeff, who I was living with at the time, he was working for uh, this T-shirt place in the mall called the t-shirt place and i remember that story. yeah and we had cool band t-shirts so yeah. i would always go and i'd hang out with him sometimes just in there looking at stuff yeah. and you got to listen to your own music you know nobody really hassled you too much it was just t-shirts yeah. you didn't it's have to worry about big sums t-shirts. of money because yeah. it was like was it just walls of t-shirts <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh um they were opening up another store or maybe they already had one that had an opening i don't remember so i started working for him at that store okay and then um something happened with the manager at the one at oakland mall and they asked me if i wanted to go and manage that store and i was like i guess i don't really know so it wasn't like an actual managerial job yeah (laughs) it was more like um, if somebody can't work that day, you have to. Like that was pretty much your responsibility as manager. And I was like, all right, so salary benefits, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. So, hourly wage, and yeah. So that was rates. pretty much the start of my like working two to three jobs for years. I don't know. I just got tired of it after a few years, and I, I wanted to really do something in metalworking. I don't know why. It just I, I took that one class at at Northern, and there was something about it, and I was I just loved turning such a material into like a malleable piece of so that just stuck in your head yeah so after a couple of years i was like you know what i see occ has this class and it's called sculpture welding i think i'll go try it so the rest I, is history yeah so i did <laughs> and i love the class and uh the professor ray katz he is a sculptor he has a spot in pontiac that he works out of oh nice and I was in there all the time. Like I was rearranging my work schedule so I could be in there for open lab as much as I possibly could. And uh, he just said like, towards the end of the semester, he was like, hey, do you want to like do this? And I was like, yeah, I do. I love doing this. And he's like, well, do you want to come work for me? And I was like, yeah, I do. So, and then I started working for him. At the studio or at OCC? At his studio. Okay. Yeah, so his own personal okay place interesting yeah so i'm curious like at this point i mean i think i already know the answer because i think i keep going back to your tree fort yeah um what role is art playing in the background throughout all of this i'm I'm doing anything i get my hands on yeah um i was doing graffiti spray paint stuff uh I got I some of your pots. Yeah. Well, I didn't start that until later, until I started working at OCC. Yeah. Um, I was basically, I figured out that the cheapest canvas that I could find was drywall. So I would go to, I'm uh, very curious I, would, I would go to Home Depot and buy sheets of drywall 
and like cut them on the cart in the parking lot so that they would fit in my little tiny car and uh i'd get all their like dollar spray paint that you yeah. know all the colors that they had and then every once in a while i would splurge and i'd be like oh i really like that green it's four dollars <laughs> though you know i was yeah you know, super broke all the time yeah, yeah. so i just had to do whatever i could so then i started making just like graffiti style paintings on drywall interesting yeah and that, i did that for a while i would start adding like nails and screws and stuff into them and then um i don't know i just does any of this stuff still exist uh the problem with drywall is that it's not so much permanent <laughs> and yeah. it's not you know it's something that definitely it chips is, it away. is very not permanent. yeah so uh there i might have some in in my garage somewhere that's funny but if I do, it was something that um, I was very, I, I got very emo there for a little while. I had a string of girlfriends that just kept screwing me over, and I, I was very sad about the whole thing. So a lot of it was like, you know, mopey figures and nails and bleeding, you know, like stuff like that. And, you know. How do you, or I, well, first, how old are you when you start working at OCC? Oakland Community College for you non Michigan. Yeah. Supposed Man. to disclaimer that I keep forgetting. <laughs> I'm trying to think, it's I don't know. I was probably twenty three or twenty four. Because that's I don't know, maybe uh, maybe a little bit older than that. I don't yeah, know. I think you were older than that. But I was. Uh, I'm just curious about that because you don't have a degree at that point, right? No, no. How do you get a job at a community college? Great cats, boy. Without a degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're an uh, adjunct, right? No, I wasn't teaching. Oh, okay. um, I was just... part of the support staff. So I oh. was the uh, parapro and the tool crib manager. And that just afforded you the opportunity to kind of use the facilities? It did two things. One day, uh, I, I worked for Ray for years, like eight, nine years. I was okay. working for him and doing other stuff, too. Um, so... Yeah, so it was probably my late twenties when I got into OCC. Yeah. Um, he, I was just working out there. I used to work there in the mornings and then go to whatever job, whether I was at the t-shirt shop or some other car place. Yeah, I, yeah, I quit the car wash after uh, a year or two. So um, he just came one day. He just came to me and said, "Hey, the the tool crib job's open at OCC." Like, do you want me to put your name in for it? And I was like, uh, sure. That's like, just for people to come, like, rent out or check out yeah, tools or whatever. Yeah, that's what I was like, what, is, what do you have to do? And he's like, just sit in a tool crib, and when people ask for a hammer, give them a hammer. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I'm having a visual <laughs> flashback of, <laughs> yeah. of talking to you while I was there. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, he's okay. So I, I didn't really know this at the time, but basically Ray was the one who just went down to the office and said, hire this person. So when he said he put my name in, he was just like, yeah, yeah, all right. So then he like a week later, he was like, all right, so you got to go in and sign this paperwork and do this stuff. And then and you get job. And I was like, easiest interview awesome, ever. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So I did that. And I was tool crib guy for a few years. I really liked it. Is um, that where you meet Christina? I swear I did meet my wife. Yes. Oh, yes. tell me about that story. Yeah. Well, um, before I tell you about that story, the other reason I wanted to work at OCC was because you got free tuition. Nice. So all my classes that I took there, whether they were frivolous or not, I were automatically yeah. paid for. I would go down to the 
Today. I imagine you could take advantage of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would go down to the to the cashier office and and just be like, uh, I want here's my ID number. I want to take um, astronomy. And they'd be, okay, and then I'd be signed up for astronomy. For I imagine no cost. that's a double edged sword because like on one side, you could complete whatever classes required for whatever degree, and like there's like a responsible side, and then there's a side where you're like, I just want to know more about this random thing i saw on yeah. the fucking history channel yesterday yeah <laughs> essentially it was as yeah, long as it didn't awesome. interfere with my 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 job there yeah i yeah. could take it so that's great yeah <laughs> so a lot of times i would just go looking for something to do and i'd be like oh well this is in the morning before my shift starts so i'll just uh sign up for that <laughs> it's totally free yeah that's what are, how what are i got my, your, my degree so. what are some of your favorite uh classes that you took there um, let's say I, outside I, the art world. Well, uh, astronomy was really I I loved the astronomy class. Um, Wasn't there more was math really cool. involved in that than people originally think? <laughs> well, I I specifically remember the first day, the first thing the professor said when you walk into the class, he said, "If you're here for astrology, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> if you're reading zodiac symbols, yeah, yeah. he's this like, not, yeah, he's like, yeah. there are no phases of the moon that are gonna align your chakras here. <laughs> like, this is all factual I based bet he information. Gets that constantly. <laughs> yeah, that's it's amazing. Immediately, what he said, he's like, I'm not studying constellations. We're not doing that. It's like this is serious, like actual scientific facts. So, yeah, leave now if that's what you're here for. That's funny. Yeah. And he was a really cool guy. Um, he had all this crazy stuff in his house. He he was uh, really into conservation, huh. and he had uh, uh, geothermal power in his house. He had um, solar and wind. Yeah. He had uh, certain blinds in his house that he had on like timers or something that would close depending on where the sun was to keep wow. to trap heat or to keep it out yeah. Yeah, yeah different season yeah he was really into it so interesting yeah he was a very interesting guy interesting um well that's fun anything other than astronomy nothing I'm trying to there. think Did you take history of rock there no it's a great class is it yeah i guess the same guy is the one like he's the guy to teach that class and like, yeah, I love that class. I don't listen to most of the bands I learned about, but, like, <laughs> finding out that there's, like, this this one or two English bands that were the originators of, like, every other band you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, every yeah. 70s rock band, one of their members came from this one band. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like the Yardbirds, for instance. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, tell me about meeting Christina. Um, She uh had started um adjuncting there so she was an adjunct professor and my also in the art department yeah 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 she was teaching the ceramics class and uh my charming personality and good looks just <laughs> won her over i don't know it's the beard she just threw herself at me and i was like whoa calm down <laughs> no i don't know we just you know i was I'm a pretty friendly person. I just talk to people. So yeah. we were just talking one day and then, um, I don't know, a week later or something, I just asked her out. I was like, you want to just go out? Talk and, and turn into dating. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, sure. So we went out a few times and then. And you guys. Ended uh, up getting married a few years yeah, later. Yeah, had the unique experience of, it is funny, I'm picking up on a lot of what you mentioned earlier, how your your aspect of time is. 
terrible. Like Absolutely you're, you're terrible. You're like, oh yeah, I probably started working at OC for like uh, like 23, and you're like, oh yeah, I was with that guy for nine years before yeah, I started. Dude, like, hold on. Yeah, I I can't um, I can't do dates for shit. I, it's terrible. It's, it's really funny to me because just now, yeah, a few years later we got married. And it's like I'm pretty sure like eight nine. It years was later it was like married. seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you guys got married. Did you get married pre-COVID or right? in the middle of it? no definitely pre okay yeah cause, well because you had like a kind of reception-esque thing in covid <laughs> yeah so because we had our wedding in the up yeah um we didn't invite a ton of people yeah. it's just like family destination you know. wedding yeah we didn't i didn't want to do that yeah, i was yeah. like i've been to those my sister had one you know it's just like i don't want to do the wedding thing yeah yeah so we had a non-denominational pastor guy who owned a motel so uh we went up there with just our our family um what was the question <laughs> i don't forgot I don't where i was if, going with it i don't know if there was one i think we we're just commenting on the timeline of, of how that oh okay there. yeah oh well yeah because you were up there um private wedding and then you had the you planned planned a at-home yeah. reception but so the reception COVID had other plans exactly so the reception was supposed to happen when you know we got back it was like a few months later and then COVID, and they started shutting everything down and i was like well i mean yeah i don't know how long this is gonna last like what do we do just forget about it but christina really kind of wanted to have one and i was also wanting to have one just for friends and stuff yeah so i was like well i guess we just do it here you know at the house Mm. and so that's what we did i hung out with turtles outside yeah the turtle i I brought sid outside (laughs) in his little pool and uh (laughs) Uh, you know, I, I made some games and some benches and yeah. So when I think about, especially like covering your, the entirety of, of your, your art, uh, history, yeah. I don't want to say art history as art history, but your art. History, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, have you ever had like shows or anything in that, in that realm? Cause I feel like you have worked in so many mediums and so many of them are visual that you could really just like fill a gallery pretty, pretty easily. Um, I have, I did early on. Yeah. Um, I don't find them fun or rewarding. So I just stopped doing them, you know, like the aspect of, I have to talk to people and, um, kiss their ass kind of, or (laughs) I don't don't kiss anybody's ass. I get that impression. Um, I, I don't I don't I, the second it left my mouth I was like well yeah. that doesn't fit I make stuff um as a job now for super filthy rich people I don't kiss their ass I'm definitely not doing it to somebody who's like yeah. I don't get it that's yeah. fine I don't care don't buy it but I don't know it's my least favorite part of making art is finding how to get rid of it <laughs> so, goes. so where, don't you what, what are they called the a representative or your agent or somebody to do that for you i i guess yeah. i don't i don't know i don't know at at some point it's just um i've worked through an idea and then i'm on to the next one yeah so that one is just in a box in the garage uh, in the side room wherever like that idea is done with yeah. i'm on to the next thing and then four years later i'll be like oh it's in this box you know <laughs> and i'll open it back up and then i'll be like oh well i've learned how to do this now Maybe I could put this into that and, you know, see how that works. Do you, if you had to pick, uh, do you prefer rediscovering something years later that you like open a box and go, oh yeah, or selling it? 
Um, I I suppose selling it would be fine. Um, because there's an aspect of letting go of that piece, right? Like there's a finality have, to it. I have no problem letting go at, yeah. at all. Okay. Um, sometimes if stuff is, um, I mean, I'll donate boxes to Salvation Army just full of my stuff yeah. that I'm done with. Yeah. I'm like, well, there's some vases and some bowls that somebody might like to use for something, and I'll just donate them. Yeah. Um, I, I would have no problem selling them. It's just that I don't want to have to do the work to put it out there for somebody to be like, oh, I'll give you $5 for that. It's not worth it to me for that amount of money. And everybody well, always wants to haggle with if your If you're prices. ever selling something, you're not selling it for $5. That's what they want. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. I, I had an Etsy page there for a while. Yeah. And people would constantly try to haggle with me on stuff. And I'm like, you have, do you have any idea what it costs to actually make something? Yeah. Like, I can't take $5 to Michael's and go and buy air clay for that. And you want to buy this that's been fired twice that, yeah. you know, took me hours to make for five bucks? Like, no, absolutely not. And then, well, you're never going to sell anything. Then. So I guess I'll never sell anything. So, Yeah, I just, when I think of your, especially your your metal pieces, because yeah. for those listening, like Tim makes these extravagant, sometimes gigantic, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what, it's not, a, is it a spider? It's not a spider. In your yard, like by your garage. Oh, I just that? moved that one to the front, actually. Is it a spider? It's a spider crab. A spider crab. That's, yeah, it's got claws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like these giant, these giant pieces. That how much does that weigh? Like <laughs> uh, that one. It's not. It's actually made out of uh, scrap material. The base of it is just a cooking pot. Okay, so, so it's it doesn't terrible. weigh too much. Yeah. No, but I think of pieces like that, and I, you know, when I would visit Laguna Beach, and uh, obviously like some of the artsier places in around Los Angeles, um, and even like here, like down downtown Royal Oak and uh, downtown Rochester and stuff, and I'm like, I could see these like just on display in these places yeah because they're like unique but they're weird but they're also kind of cool and and that's like you know you're checking all the boxes for what you typically see in, yeah. a, in a good gallery um and so it's just it's just funny to me i just thought about it. I just like i guess the work involved in like actually doing all that is annoying and i imagine not having someone that'll just do all that for you like you know, because those people exist. Yeah. Just, like the curator people, they're just like, yeah, I'll handle all that. And then they get a percentage of, or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's just funny to me. It, yeah. I mean, in my experience, the curators don't do a whole lot of, you know, like organizing or they just kind of are like, well, how do you want this displayed? And you're like, well, why don't you do it? Like, why do I have to be there? I don't care how it's displayed. <laughs> but, you just got to um, be like, however you interpret it to be yeah I, I you know that's another thing i don't want to be the mysterious art guy i don't care to have that it's part of my personality it's yeah. just um usually when people want me to write artist statements it's just like you know i make stuff yeah. why do i make stuff because i enjoy it i, I don't know what else to tell you other than that well being kind of current i'm curious uh if you want to go into any detail on because you're making stuff for a job now right? yeah so like what does that look like because that's that's got to be cool <laughs> you're getting it, paid to do what you it's like to definitely more fun than the like typical shop jobs that i worked for a long time yeah so now it's um a lot of furniture um uh, like high-end furniture and um kind of like, 
we even do like sculpture bases for other people's really expensive sculptures, <laughs> um, stuff like that. So it's something new. It's something different yeah. every day. Or, you know, or you at least get to create weekly. stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice. I, I don't. I try to stay out of the design of stuff as much as possible. Um, that's mostly because um, it's very. Most of the stuff is very kind of contemporary, yeah. and I always want to take it too far because I always love pushing. But what if spikes are coming out? Right well, here? yeah, stuff like that. And I, I always want to push it. I always want to like, all right, well, what if we heat this up with a torch and just slam on it with a hammer? Like, what'll happen to that? You know, and it'll break, Tim. Yeah, it's like, well, you don't know that until we try it. <laughs> so I always want to like push it, even with clay. I do stuff that um, I can. I'm usually about 50% of stuff coming out of the kiln intact because I always want to go too far, you know? (laughs) I'm curious what you just said, right? Uh, Well, we won't know if we, unless we try it. Yeah. Yeah, That's a, it's a very imaginative, like creative place to come from. And I feel like as we get older, we lose some of that, you know? And, you seem to be pretty on point with still having that around. Yeah. I'm wondering what, like, do you, are you aware of that? Or is that something that's just like part of who you are? Uh, I think it's part of who I am just cause that's how I've always worked. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't necessarily how sit do you down. maintain your childlike wonders <laughs> I, I, that I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. It's just always been there. But yeah. It's just the, this natural, like sometimes destructive curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if we try this? Yeah, most definitely. I, I there was something I had in the kiln that came out wrong. It was the one thing that I had actually sat down and planned out, and like, and when I got out of the glaze kiln, the glaze didn't turn the color I wanted it to. It was supposed to be black, and it came out blue. Oh bummer! Everybody in the studio was like, "It still looks wonderful," and I was like, "I'll smash it right now." Like, there's there's. I don't know. It's like the disappointment of the actual thing I tried to design. And it's like, well, now I'm back to being like, well, I don't design anything. I just stick things together and see how it comes out. But you still, I do not design anything like in your, like, I know at work you mentioned that, but like in your own stuff, you don't, you just not really start attaching shit um, and see what happens. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, so I'll have an idea in my mind. Yeah. Um, a lot of my, especially my scrap guys, you're talking about the, the yeah. crab guy and you know i got some scrap metal in the garage <laughs> okay i love scrap metal i know <laughs> and i just spread it out on the table and i'll look at it and i'll grab pieces and be like well that fits there you know like oh that kind of looks like a crab arm and then i just go from there you know and then i'm like like once i have the idea in my head but i don't necessarily do it so that i have to go to um like a metal store and yeah. buy stuff for it i just want to like, be a fly on the wall when yeah. you go Oh, that looks like a crab arm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I have, when yeah. I'm working on my garage, that's like a contemplative um, robot guy with yeah. uh, wheel legs. Is that like a form of therapy, being out there and just working on random stuff? I guess. Yeah. I don't. I mean, sometimes well, I'll imagine be doing... your head is your head clear, or is it thinking of a bunch of crap while you're doing it? My head's never clear, <laughs> ever. <laughs> And so I, that doesn't change anything. No. Okay. No, actually, uh, I've discovered my actually my wife discovered um, the little weed gummies that help you sleep. Yeah. Um, I haven't slept that good in probably about four years. 
I took and some of that. this show is brought to you by. <laughs> dude, and everything just blanked out. And I was just like, <sighs> she said I was snoring. And she was, like, trying to push me away. And I, I must have just been flopping around. You know, <laughs> she's just oh, yeah. trying to shove me out. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's good. So. Whatever um, works. I, I've talked about this to other people, too. I never have just, like, one thing going on in my head. Yeah. There's always five or six things. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be doing yard work. And part of something will go, oh, you know what? That would look really good if you attach that piece onto that piece. Yeah. So then I'll go into the garage. It's like jingly keys. I'll go into the garage and go, okay, I got to attach this piece now. Yeah. And just constantly over, all over the place. Yeah, I, I can relate to that. Um, but that I think that brings us recent, current. Sure. Did I did I not bring up anything? Should we talk about toys for a while? Look? Um, yeah. Uh I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm just know. here to talk about yeah. whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, I just want to make sure. I yeah, covered, I don't. I cover all the bases. <laughs> um, I have no agenda. I have a lot of agenda. <laughs> yeah. Podcast over. Okay. <laughs> you and I have lots in common. My request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my? All right, you just listened to my interview with Tim Whitehead. Timmy, uh, I want to find a picture of <laughs> of his crab. I think I have one. His little spider crab, and I'll post it on, the, on Instagram or in stories or something. But it was so nice sitting down with him and learning so much about him. And I'm still kind of blown away about his sister being so close in age, and like we legit never hung out with her. It's so funny. Um, I just, you know, not that I'm close with my own brother, but it's just weird to me. I don't know. I feel like the closer in age, like the closer you are, is that a generalization? Yes, it is. Answer my own question there. Either way, super exciting. Uh, he does have some amazing artwork and he, Tim, if you're listening to this, he is not good at publicizing himself. So hopefully you can, you can find some of Tim's work and maybe this will inspire him to throw it all up on a website. I told him before he left. You can just make a little website where he just snaps a picture and it posts it and it's done. It's done with. And then we can all look at it, right? All I want to see is Timmy's artwork. And then he can sell it too, because that's not a bad thing either. But either way, I loved I loved sitting down with Tim and I hope he had a good time. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening. You guys are the ones that we're doing this for. So thank you for listening. Special thanks to all the Patreon members. Um newest members mandy um, Kara, i you guys are just making my heart sing z silver you know who you are um so many great patreons or patron supporters i don't know what to call you guys supporters friends because it's friend request i don't know we'll come up with something but special thank you to you guys and uh some of you are getting t-shirts in the mail right now maybe you already got them for 100th episode celebration so that is very exciting and i'm just happy to share this with you and everyone else that's listening special thanks to talia dalton for the theme song definitely check her out she's working on a new album right now love that voice love 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 that voice and uh yeah that's about it but i would love to hear from you guys what do you think of the show what are you excited about how's your may starting out uh you can reach me at justin's friend request at gmail.com or you can head on over to friendrequestpod.com and learn a bunch more about me and the show and all that jazz all right so look at that website up email we're like a real show all right guys i will talk to you soon so 
nice to have you here. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye.